Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, not you. Not you. Your organization's terrible. Your organization's terrible. Let's go. Go ahead. Quiet. Quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. No, I'm not going to give you a question. I'm not going to give you a question. You are fake news. Go ahead. Go ahead. Welcome to the first episode of the Get Connected podcast for 2020. I know it's the last week of January. I'm cutting it fine. <laughs> but I've just had a rest. I've just taken my mind off things. And uh, I'm really looking forward to today's topic. And uh, I'm sure you've got a hint by the title and the first sound clip. But uh, let's get straight into it, shall we? Uh, 2020, eh? I can't believe it's here. 2020 just sounds good, and so I'm just hoping we're going to have a fantastic year. And I thought I'd kick off with this topic that's been a little bit controversial, a little bit funny. Uh, we started off with, of course, the Mr. Donald Trump, President of the United States. Uh, who knows what is happening right now? There's an impeachment, and uh, it is election year. But the idea of fake news, and this is my prediction for 2020, is that this year is going to be the year where facts are just plain boring. Facts are completely irrelevant. I've been thinking, I've been praying, I've been reading, and I've only gotten two topics to really start off this year. The first one is, of course, being thankful. I I touched on that last year, but the second one was talking about truth. The main thought I wanted to touch on was what is going on with truth and facts in the world that we live in today and in 2020. I'm sure we are familiar now with the famous saying fake news, which we heard earlier, which I don't really need to dive into that too much. I'm sure you've heard it multiple times, but I I heard an interesting phrase the other day. I can't recall where I heard it, but It was a phrase that is called media literacy. Now, Wikipedia, of course, the most trusted news site uh, (laughs) where you can get facts from, not really. But Wiki uh, says media literacy encompasses the practices that allow people to access, critically evaluate and create or manipulate media. Media literacy is not restricted to one medium. Now, media combined with social media and the internet is and has placed us in kind of a unique situation where there's such a big divide between the left and the right ideas and ideology and thoughts. And I want to go on this tangent a little bit. I don't want to talk about politics at all. That is not what I'm here for. I'm not qualified to talk about politics. I can, however, express how I feel in every day-to-day life. Right now, media outlets and means of news via social media has become so loud, so extreme, that it feels like the things that 
I myself personally value, the principles that I live by day to day are constantly being challenged. Every day, it just feels like challenged of my beliefs, my values, my principles, everything that I believe in is always on the forefront of news articles and social media, etc. And this is largely due to the ever-growing divide that we see both in American politics, you know, Australian politics, in fact, even in the world today. We will always, of course, have our disagreements, and that's fine. And as I've discussed in previous episodes, it's so vital that we have clear communication open. We need to be able to talk about these hard topics rather than just, you know, shutting people out. And that was the whole point of the OK Boomer um, episodes where we got to keep up with the communication. We can't just shut each other out, but we need to have that open communication. But what really concerns me is this culture of fake news and that truth or facts are no longer foundational, but all of it is now relative. The idea that what is true for you may not be true for me. The reality is truth is truth. And if the truth hurts or offends the society we are living in right now in 2020, writes off these facts and truths as fake news. If the fact or the truth or something that's being communicated does not agree with who I am, it can't be true. It can't be real. It can't be fact. And so we write it off. It's fake news. False truths. And as a Christian, of course, I believe that the Bible is the absolute truth. But even as a human being, like, you'd hope that there are absolute truths. Okay? (laughs) Gravity, for example. As simple as that sounds, and there are many other examples. This was the only one that I sort of could come (laughs) come up with. The more our society and culture plays with relative truth, and the more we learn and in, lean into this like funny meme culture that we have right now, the more the truth gets silenced, the more facts get pushed behind a corner and into a dark place, the more we start ending up with crazy things as soon as we lay truth aside and everything's relative. Perfect example of that with the gravity is things like the earth is flat. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to go down that tangent. But here's an example of how quick and reactive media and society is today now. This is very recent news. Um, Tragically, Kobe Bryant and his daughter passed away in a tragic accident uh, in a helicopter crash in the States. And this is absolutely devastating, such a tragedy. And, uh, you know, all the, the prayers and thoughts go out to that family. All the fans are just contributing, you know, saying how much of a great uh, basketball player he was. And it's a timely reminder that it doesn't matter how rich or how famous we are, we're not exempt from death. It doesn't matter our occupation or how rich we are. Someday, unfortunately, <laughs> we will face death. We're not immortal, but sometimes we tend to forget that. But even in this tragic event rose this really, I just thought it was quite disgusting, but this controversial news report of a reporter making a racist remark about Kobe Bryant while talking about this tragic incident. Now, I seen that news article and I was like, oh my goodness, are you for real? Like, you can't be serious. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. And 
it really triggered me. I was like, ah, like I was getting angry. I was like, I can't believe someone could do this on live TV. But, you know, even in, in this tragedy, there was something that was creating another controversial uh, sort of whirlwind in the background on top of this story. It was quite bizarre to see it as a breaking news headline on my news article. Uh, you can actually look at this, look this uh, up yourself. Uh, most likely when you read it, you'll probably get outraged. Um, and in fact, this is what exactly they wanted, the, the news reporters. They exactly knew <laughs> what this was going to do when you clicked on that headline of reporter says racist remark about Kobe Bryant. And there's a word for this, and I've been really interested with it. It's called sensationalism. Now... We all love cute kittens. Meerkats are one of my favorite things to look at. They're so cute. And uh, I've had the experience of having them all over my arms and, and on my head. But the cute kittens and that, they'll get some clicks, some views, some attention. But the things that get the most attention, the things that irk you, the things that trigger you, those are the things that are going to get the views. Those are the things that are going to attract your attention. It's quite sad, but social media algorithms are actually enforcing this. So things that you, uh, you know, you could be scrolling and then you see something that triggers you and you just look at it. You know, social media platforms can, uh, they have the data to show that you've stopped scrolling and you're reading this and you they know what is triggering you. And because of, all of this outrage, because of all this emotional triggers that happens, which is what these people are trying to pull out of us, it begins to override the facts. Now, I've got an example here, and this site is called Snopes.com. It's a, a site totally dedicated to uh, debunking these types of things. It's a fact checker. And so I, I, I dived into it a little bit about this reporter and the racist slur about Kobe Bryant. Now, I won't name the people, I won't name the news uh, reporter or whatever like that. I'll, I'll put the article in the show notes. But this is directly quoted from the website itself. So it says, A number of social media users and a few websites claim that Morris said Los Angeles, N-word, during her report. Listening to the audio, it did sound like a combination of syllables Morris used to resemble that slur. However, Morris explained that this was an unfortunate slip of the tongue. Definitely an unfortunate slipper. Morris wrote on Twitter that she stuttered on air and started saying the word Knicks, which is the NBA team for New York, before transitioning to Brian's team, which is the Lakers. And so this came out as a combination of Knicks and Lakers which sounded like a racial, shirt, a racial slur. Now, definitely, again, totally unfortunate. But this reporter, Morrison, is, is owning the fact of what it sounded like, but she is apologizing and providing us with the facts. Now, I've listened to the video where she's talking, and she is talking quite fast. I mean, this is a tragic uh, news report that pr they're presenting but when you go back and you listen to it and how she sort of stumbles over herself, 
this tweet that she's said to correct uh, how she was trying to correct herself makes sense. It's presenting the facts. But do you think the news... Uh, do you think the social media posts would retract their statement of this outrage of this reporter saying a racial slur to a famous basketball player who's tragically died? Do you think they're going to correct that and put that as a breaking news to say breaking news? Actually, we got it wrong. They didn't. It sounded like this, but she actually said here, it, this is what she was trying to pronounce. Uh, she posted a Twitter apology. No, why would they do that? It's because of this thing called sensationalism. It triggers us. <laughs> it's purposely designed to grab our attention and make us angry. And so why is it important for us in 2020 to understand this uh, pushing away of the truth, pushing away of the facts? When we go through 2020, we, of course, are emotional human beings that's just who we are but we need to take our emotions into account we need to be accountable for our own emotions and be careful not to fall for these types of things so what can we do in this instance well i've got some practical things that might be able to help number one take some time to research and fact check news articles or anything that you hear in general <laughs> you might just be getting triggered for the views and for the views, the news articles or whomever social media platforms are getting money because of you being triggered. Just fact check. Don't get angry. Just breathe and just fact check. Uh, number two, this one's a really good one that I've started to do. Take a break from mainstream media. Most of it's, most of it's negative anyway. It's okay to take a break. It's okay to just not know what's happening. Uh, number three, if you feel uncomfortable in discussions around these particular topics that are controversial, you know, you don't have to listen to that. You don't have to have that negativity in your life. And depending on your relationships with the individuals that are talking about these these topics, maybe you could pull them aside and say, hey, um, I've actually fact-checked that story and it's actually incorrect. Um, you know, it, it's going to take a lot of maturity and depending on your relationship to pull that person aside and say, Hey, look, I know you're emotionally affected and attached to this. Um, but let's look at the facts together. You know, let's keep that communication open. Let's try and hash this out. Let's come to the facts. Let's come to the truth of this matter, this story. You know, this happens in workplaces all the time, you know, gossip, all of those types of things. We just need to lay aside, try and detach from our emotions. Obviously, that's hard because we are emotional human beings, of course. But let's look at the facts. Let's write them down and let's get this hashed out together. And also, uh, number four is, um, well, number three, actually. Understand that everyone has different lived experiences. And because of those lived experiences, sometimes this skews facts or it skews the understanding. And that's okay. We all have lived a different life. And you know what? It's funny. It's Most people actually come to the same conclusion just from a different angle when we're talking about certain things. And so those are very simple practical tips, but they will help you. And a scripture that has been really good for me in this is John 8, 32. It says, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now, <laughs> in the context of the Bible, which is my ultimate source 
of truth. I need to determine not what feels like the truth, not what sounds like the truth, but I, as a human, as a Christian, have the responsibility of knowing the truth. And of course, this truth is the Bible is what I'm talking about. But even just in these sort of things, you know, facts, life, you know, truth, the truth is so important. You know what? Some fake news that this world is going really great. People are more lively, more happy than ever. They're less addicted, less stressed out. There's money, endless amounts of money. There's jobs everywhere. <laughs> Here's the good news. Not fake news, good news. See, Jesus Christ took upon our sin, our shame, our addictions, our hurt, our pain, our brokenness, and it's going to take some truth, to be honest with yourself, where you're really at. And my life was like that. I've, I've shared that a, a couple of times now. And the good news is that Jesus Christ took upon all of those things and was crucified on a cross for you and for me. The good news is that he didn't just die, but in three days he rose again and had victory over death, hell, and the grave. We can have a new life in him. Statistics, facts show that we are living in a messed up world, but the good news is there is hope. There is love, there is peace, and I believe all of this can ultimately be found in a life that is in submission and relationship with Jesus Christ. So, with all of that being said, in the world of fake news, there is good news. There is a life of hope, there is a life of peace, there is a life of love. And so that's what I wanted to end this episode on. Fact check. Just be aware of the society we're living in. Don't get triggered. Don't get angry. Don't just make fun of people. Just share the love around, you know. We need some lights in this world that is such a dark place right now. So thank you so much for joining me. If you really enjoyed this episode, I would love it so much if you can share this with someone to encourage someone else. Uh, if you have any feedback, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to connect with you. But other than that, I better start writing some more episodes as we go into February this weekend. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic 2020 and I'm looking forward to connecting with you this year uh, as we go on the podcast and try and take this up another level for the second year. Hope you have a blessed day. Have a good one. And thanks for joining the Get Connected podcast. Yeah.